The cool, rainy weather has delayed a lot of spring crops, including peas. The fabulous Beekman boys Brent Ridge and Josh Kilmer Purcell say their peas are about a month late. They farm the Beekman 1802 farm in Sharon Springs, New York, and they've got a new book, The Heirloom Vegetable Cookbook. They're here to talk about peas for this week's Last Chance Foods. Welcome back to WNYC, Brent. Great to be here again. And Josh. Great to be here. So the peas are late. Mm -hmm. Now, is everything else late, too? The bugs that would be eating those peas, the weeds that would be uh, choking them, Josh? Well, the weeds seem... Yeah, they're always there. (laughs) (laughs) They don't go away. But no, everything's late. The good news is that because it was such a hard winter, a lot of the bugs and the larvae were killed. So we're hoping we're not going to have a bad bug year. But the real danger with peas is that they have such a short growing window because... Once the temperatures, daytime average temperatures, get above 70 degrees, they stop growing. They're done. They stop producing. So if they don't uh, start growing soon and start flowering, we're, we may not get any. We may so, be eating a lot of pea shoots. Are they difficult to grow, peas? They need a lot of room, right? You have to trellis them. They're, they're viney. They're viney. They grow up. Um, they grow very fast. Uh, the great thing about peas is that they're the best companion plant you can, you can have because peas, uh, like beans, they are nitrogen fixers. So they um, pull nitrogen from the air in, in, their, in their roots. They have a beneficial bacteria in their roots that grow nitrogen nodules in them. So you put them near any plant that needs nitrogen, like spinach, any kind of greens that need a lot of nitrogen, and plant it with the peas or the beans, and it's fantastic. Also why, if you ever do grow peas, don't pull them out at the end of the season. Just cut them off, leave the roots in the ground, because that's where all the nitrogen is. Oh, okay. Not because they are perennial, but because... No, because you want to leave all... Fix. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's the best way to store peas if you're not eating them right out of hand? The best way to store them is to blanch them and freeze them, and then you've always got them. They're preserved if they're at their peak sweetness. The blanching doesn't um, take away the nutritional value or rob it of some of its flavor? No, actually the opposite. The blanching will help uh, uh, keep the pea from breaking down. There are actually enzymes in the peas that survive freezing and would break it into mush? Exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. And how does a late pea season affect your business? Brent. Well, we're not a, a pea-dependent farm. <laughs> uh, we're primarily a goat dairy. The vegetables that we raise are for our own consumption and for use in developing the recipes. Um, but so, it will affect my mood very mm. Yes. yes. We, we, the, the sweet peas are one of our favorite things in the garden. Um, and if, if people haven't had a sweet pea before freshly picked, then they haven't experienced the true power of the pea. Uh, Tell me gonna, about it. I'm going to say something very controversial here. Okay. Uh-oh. A frozen pea is often better than a farmer's market pea. I, Why is that? Because they're frozen right at the they're frozen, right after right at the picked. time. And peas, peas and sweet corn are are very susceptible to this. So they can lose anywhere anywhere. There's different numbers out there, but anywhere from twenty to eighty percent of their sugars will convert to starch within the first twenty four hours. A pea that's picked and frozen right away is going to be infinitely better than a fresh pea that's that sat around for a day before shelling. Farmers are not going to like me for that, but it's true. Are there types of peas that I should be looking out for? Sometimes the peas that I've had, and I grew up eating frozen peas, right? Mm-hmm. They just, their skins were tough and thick. I, I, is, is this a varietal issue? It's really the time that they're harvested. I mean, peas throughout most of human history were not eaten fresh. They would grow to full ripeness. They'd turn yellow, they'd dry, and then they'd be used over the winter like a dried bean or a dried pea. In fact, fresh peas were kind of a fad 
in in the time of Louis the Fourteenth. Nobody had ever eaten fresh peas before that. It, they it thought was it was madness. It became this thing in the court of Louis the Fourteenth. And, and there was there's a famous French diary where it was known that women would go home from these huge feasts and at the risk of great indigestion, they would say, they would eat peas before bedtime after these huge feasts. Wow, not a pint of Haagen-Dazs. Huh? <laughs> no, they, it was the Haagen-Dazs. Oh, how times have changed. Of the 16th century. <laughs> Josh Kilmer Purcell and Brent Ridge are the authors of the Beekman 1802 Heirloom Vegetable Cookbook, 100 Delicious Heritage Recipes from the Farm and Garden. Their 60-acre farm is located in Sharon Springs, New York. Thanks for coming by today. Always Thank you for having us. To learn more and to get the Beekman 1802 recipe for spring pea soup, visit WNYC.org. This is WNYC.